Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Sonia Green, uh, a life and confidence coach from soniagreencoaching.com. And I am Judith Fender. I am one of the Nobius weight loss coaches. I am a certified life coach and a certified weight loss coach with an OBS weight loss program. And um, you can search uh, pmp411.com for more information. All right. So I'm going to throw it right to you because you are the one who came up with this awesome topic. I'm, I'm really excited about this topic. I think because it's one of those topics that, you know, I need for me. <laughs> so I'm going to throw it to you and let you tell us how you came up with how to stop quitting on yourself. Well, it's, um, you know, I coach, I coach a lot of clients in weight loss and a typical problem um, that clients will come to me with is the, they are in the practice of quitting, right? Like they will come to me and uh, come with their problems and, you know, I will coach them around the issue. And then I had this one particular client who I'd been coaching for several months or maybe weeks, you know, it, it goes pretty quickly. And she, she said, Oh, and, um, but you know, she kept going and she says, and I've lost 13 kilos since I've been working with you. And I was like, you know, and she was just telling me the facts and I was like, what is going on here? So that just really brought full circle. What I had seen with her, she had, she had been in the practice of quitting on herself with previous diet experiences. She came to this program to learn more about herself and to experience weight loss in a new way. And she had her share of failures. Y'all can't see my air quotes failures, (laughs) and still attained weight loss. So this brought full circle of um, how to stop quitting on yourself. I was thinking about her. She, she stopped quitting on herself. So you've got the structure going here. Yeah, no. Well, this is, I mean, this is a brain a common brain issue, right? We have, we, we set a goal for ourselves, whether Mm -hmm. it's weight loss, whether it's going back for a degree, getting a new job, whatever it is, we set this big goal. And if we start working toward it, then we're eventually going to hit a point where we get super uncomfortable, right? Yep. Whether, whether we're faced with pizza when we had planned chicken or whether we're faced with, uh, I got an interview. Now I have to go interview with this, with this very intimidating person, you know, whatever it is, eventually we're faced with a a point where we are super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And why are we uncomfortable? Yeah. (laughs) Tanya, why do we get uncomfortable? Because change we're always going to be uncomfortable because it's different. It's unfamiliar. It's unsafe. And our Our brain brain is telling a story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Our brain is saying, stay in that cave. You know, you know, you love pizza. It feels so good to just eat that pizza or, you know, your current job is not bad. And all those people they're they're fine there. I don't need to go meet new people. Yeah. Somewhere new. Yeah. Kids, your kids, you're raising children is easy. We don't emotionally eat over that. That's going to feel so much better in the moment than, than your long-term goal for weight loss. Like so many, so many obstacles. Oh, and you know, our brains and, and this is, this is the big point. So, so first quitting 
in the moment quitting at that point now feels really good for the moment i was gonna say for a hot moment yes for a brief moment Mm -hmm. quitting promises all the relief Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but but it's not going to get us to our really big long-term goal Mm-hmm. which is the growth goal. That's the thing that's going to stretch us and make us just more evolved humans. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe not happier. People think that weight loss, that's a popular one. People yeah. think weight loss or a new job is going to make them happier. It may, it may not. You know, it all depends on what your thoughts are around it, but it's going to, it's going to bring that discomfort. And if we quit, it's that immediate kind of, relief. And that's where the problem, like, so it's in the, it's in the moment when you, when you quit on yourself and then it's after where the beat down start, right. Where you're like, okay, now I've quit on myself. What am I going to do? Why did I do this to myself? And you really get in. (laughs) I knew I couldn't do it. More judgment calls, right? I'm telling too much of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, son, you tell us some more. We don't have any, any personal experience to draw. No, 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 none. This is just from clients, just from clients that we've heard. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But yeah. And so what we do is we think, we think that there's some inherent trait in us that, that I, I was just born to not be able to lose weight or I just wasn't, I wasn't ever meant to be a high powered CEO. That's just not who I am. Yeah. This is so hard. This is so hard. I'm so confused. All those women who do this thing, whatever this thing is, they're just different than me. They have something that I don't have. Oh yeah. 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 you yeah. You know what they have that you don't have practice being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Listen to that. Listen to that because I want it to sink in. The only difference mm-hmm. is that they have practiced being uncomfortable and you have practiced quitting. You have practiced the habit that of mm-hmm. quitting. Yes. And whatever we practice, we get really good at. Very good. Uh, and that's all know. that's all weight loss is too is practicing the habit of showing up for yourself. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is I mean when I first thought about this and um and heard um Brooke Castillo actually say this. It just like you know you know the little emoji the little mind blown emoji yeah. that that was me because I was like what? <laughs> it took a minute to really sink in but we get whatever we practice. Um, Malcolm Gladwell, I, I think I've referenced him before. I love his books. I love the way he researches. But, you know, he wrote the book uh, Outliers, and it talks about people who are really good in their field, whatever it is. And what he discovered is that they've spent at least 10,000 hours. 10, hours. Yeah, that's I don't remember much about that book, except Italy and 10,000 hours. So- 10,000 hours. <laughs> And if you practice something for 10,000 hours, folks, you're going to get good at it. If you practice the habit of quitting on yourself 10,000 hours, you're going to get good at it. But if you practice being uncomfortable 
for yep. 10,000 hours. Yep. Yep. What's that going to get you? <laughs> it's going to get you closer. To, well, it's going to get you like my client who lost the 13 kilos, yeah. right? Which I still haven't done the math on that. I think it's like 26 pounds. I think it's, it's anyway, it was, it was considerable, but what she had practiced was learning from her little quits and how she showed up yes. for herself after she didn't spiral and keep uh, as, as Corinne calls it in, in your poopy diaper. She, she figured out she had a plan and that's where coaching came in and the pen and paper and the processes yeah. of what, what did I tell myself and owning, owning and deciding yeah like, okay, well, I'm giving myself permission right now to have this. And so the beat down doesn't come in anyway. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, I think that's important. What, what you said there. And I want to really, I want to really make sure everybody heard that she owned the fact that I am taking this moment to quit. Yeah. And, and I don't know, I don't know what it was. Maybe she, you know, decided to have an overeat or eat something off plan. Mm -hmm. Um, All the things, all of the things, but in that moment saying, I am, I am not reaffirming this habit where I just, you know, I overeat and then I beat myself up and then it stays into a two or three day thing. I am having it. I'm mm -hmm. doing it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm moving on. And I have a plan. Mm -hmm. So as I think journaling after, after you do it or while you do it. Right. Uh, you know, she had awareness. Her eyes were yeah. wide open. She had yeah. very much awareness of what was going on. And that's, that is so much the key to all, to all of the process of what you learn about yourself on the way down and mm -hmm. how, how these little quits show up in other, how you do it in other areas of your life. It's not just in weight loss. Yeah. So having a compelling reason, which is something we've talked about before. Right can help you with those little quits. How you want to talk about that for a minute? So, you know, a compelling reason is something that, that feels um, personal to you, like your why. So like for me, it was important for me less about the weight to lose more about my health. I, I lost weight and pursued it to get my health back because my health was important to me. Why? because my mother had dementia and there was a direct correlation in the vitamin D. Like, so why don't I, you know, why don't, does anyone want dementia if you can prevent it? No. Mm -hmm. So I was clearly on the path of pursuing my health. So that was my compelling reason yes. to overall improve. I did not want to be on medications because why they contribute to dementia, <laughs> like all of those um, medications yes. for heartburn, cholesterol, high blood pressure, None of them long-term are going to serve anyone who has any kind of cognitive impairment, genetic pool, if you will. Like I, I'm start talking fast. I'm throwing words out. <laughs> um, it, was, it was very, so it was compelling for me in the moment mm -hmm. thinking like this, is this, is this going to serve me long-term? Yeah. Yeah. And Carla Motes was here a couple of weeks ago and we talked about compelling reasons as how to achieve any goal. And, you know, we were talking about then that she mentioned, you've got to have more than one. Oh yeah. Excuse me. Cause in the moment, the health reason might not have worked. So you got to pull out another one just in case. Right. It was just, it was exactly like Corinne always teaches us, you know, to have 20, you should have 20 in your back pocket at any given time. So it might be, yeah. you know, 
for the, for the pair of jeans, for the size eights that I want. Yeah. You know? it's, this is not a moral imperative. It doesn't always have to be some noble goal. <laughs> yes. You want your jeans to fit or you want to wear a size jeans that you've never worn before or, you know, what, whatever it is having those compelling reasons. They're very important because that's what you're going to want to have. When you have the conversation with yourself, you're going to like, hold it up. Is this going to get me? Is this slice of pizza, this fifth slice of pizza, whatever it is worth this compelling reason over here, my health, my size eights, my half marathon, you know, how I'm going to feel tomorrow at my workout, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think it's also important to own the fact that, Hey, if I decide but and maybe that's because this is the way, you know, I think about it. But if I decide in this moment that I am going to eat rather than honoring my plan, or I decide that I am not going to apply for this job or not go to this interview because it might be scary, then I need to own the fact that this is a quit and mm-hmm. I am reinforcing that in my brain. Mm-hmm. And not to beat myself up. Mm-hmm. but just to own it that I am deciding in this moment that I'm not going to do what I know I need to do to move forward. And am I happy with that reason? Right. I was going to say now, are you, you look at it and you decide like, what is preventing me from going, pursuing the street? Is it the fear? What am I afraid of? Yeah. Is this really true? Can I, you know, like breaking it down and asking yourself, is this going to, does yes, this going to yes. serve me long-term? Can I, can I not try this? Yeah. So if you don't, you know, like in the moment, if you don't honor whatever the plan was, if you decide to quit on yourself, then at the very least journal mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. write about what was my reason that was stronger than my compelling reason and get to know that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to, we'll, we'll come back to that at the end because that's going to be part of our takeaway. Um, but I also wanted to talk about perfectionists mm. because we have lots of perfectionist women out there and I'm sure there's perfectionist men too. Uh, I can only speak for my gender, <laughs> but you know, many times the perfectionists get so, they're so afraid to fail mm. in any way. And it to the point that they think, you know, I, I quit because I, I don't want to fail. I'm ashamed of mm-hmm. not, I, I'm, I'm ashamed of, of going after another job and not getting it yet again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ashamed of, you know, having a weight loss goal and not getting there yet again, or worse, getting there and everybody sees I'm there and then gaining it back. Mm-hmm. Or just the simple, the little quit for a perfectionist during midweek, you know, that, well, I've blown it. I may as well, you know, I'll start again on Monday. That type mentality kicks in, like, because they, that the thought of not finishing their, um, their planner and showing up in there and not wanting to see the data and like looking away and just that black and white thinking which I'm going to transition into, you know, it's in, it's in the middle. Again, we have to always come back to the middle. Where can you find some middle ground 
on your thinking. What can you learn from this? Don't miss your learning opportunities. And here's my gift of, of learning, or at least it, it helps me Mm -hmm. uh, when I start getting into those perfectionist tendencies, I'm not going to fail until I completely quit. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not, as long as I'm taking steps forward, you know, like your client, Mm -hmm. as long as you're taking steps forward, then you haven't quit. Mm -hmm. You're still working. But, uh, but I will say this, this is the, and this is something, you know, it's, it's a part of it. I think we, we don't want to look at, um, but if you quit on yourself, and you keep practicing the habit of quitting on yourself, the longer you do that, the more likely you are to completely quit, mm-hmm. at which point you will fail. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, you will fail ultimately in the long run, right? Because you will never get to your goal. You will spend 40 years and then you will. And how know. much emotional energy? I well, mean, let me tell you a ton, a ton. A- that's, you know, I've said that before, the older I get, that's what it's all about for me. How can I not spend emotional energy on this? Mm-hmm. And you will spend a ton because it will stay in your brain. It will spin like a tornado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, if we have to practice something, we practice these things daily. Mm-hmm. If we have to practice something, let's practice being uncomfortable. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I, I have even decided to set up little things in my day purposely to make me uncomfortable. So I have to come face to face with it. Mm. And I'm telling myself, I am building my skill of dealing with discomfort. Mm. I like that. You know, in, in some ways I'd kind of been intuitively doing this and that it, for me, it is learning about learning about myself. I'm always, I'm always learning and having that self-talk. Not that I don't indulge in the, in the beat downs, just like every other normal brain, but what am I learning? What is this? What is this thought? What is this moment? What am I learning about myself here? Is this an emotional eat? Did I, what am I really quitting on and, and why? Yeah. Just just constantly learning the brain brain is fascinating. Yeah. How often in those moments, I'm putting you on the spot here, but how often in those moments do you like your reason that you come up with? Oh, you're quitting (laughs) on yourself. Very seldom. Very seldom. I like the reason that popcorn, you know, it is, it is all emotional in the moment. It's because yeah, I'm too tired. I want to cook dinner. This bag of popcorn tastes way better than that chicken that I want to have. Yes. It's always going to be popcorn. Y'all know that's my story. Yeah, no, I, you know, being tired and boredom are the two biggest reasons mm-hmm. for, for my little quits. And mm-hmm. I, it's interesting. <laughs> like, a lot of my private clients too, it, it's, it's, it's the, what to do with relaxation. What does relaxation mean? Yes. If not eating or watching TV, um, what to do with boredom mm-hmm. and tired. I agree. Yeah. Those are going to be the top ones, which is so fascinating because it helps explain how we are the social media culture or our instant society, Mm -hmm. our, um, the need for more. Yeah. The brain likes stimulation. Yeah. 
because yeah. we don't really um, know what to do. We are so overstimulated that when we do have moments, mm-hmm. like what do I, what, what did, what relax? I have nothing to do. What is that? What do I do with myself? Yeah. Well, yeah. People feel guilty about that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, as well. Um, so, so realize, I think the big takeaways for me are realize that quitting is just a habit that we've been practicing mm-hmm. and we can practice a new habit, mm-hmm. a new habit that's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's always uncomfortable at first because, hey, nothing beats staying in our cave, nice and safe, watching Netflix, eating some popcorn, not having to deal with the outside world at all. That feels so nice and safe. It's not realistic. It's not what we want. Nobody wants to die and say, <laughs> I've lived my life on my couch watching Netflix and it's been awesome. Right. And then I never met my weight loss goal or any other goal. I just gave in. Nobody wants to live yeah. that life. So be honest with yourself about it. Mm-hmm. And I, go oh, ahead. No. Oh, go I was going to, I, um, I think for me, like I, we didn't touch on this, but like, expect and prepare that there will be conversations that are going to come up in your brain and be prepared, have a rebuttal for yourself. Think ahead. When you commit to your goal, no, there will be some BS along the way Mm -hmm. and ask yourself in the moment, is this getting me to my goal or not? Is this serving me? Give yourself permission with your eyes wide open. If you choose and get right back on. What did I learn? You're always learning. See yourself as the learner people. And, and I think in that vein, the, the takeaway for the, their little, their homework for this week is for you to get familiar with what quitting looks like for you, because it, there's usually a pattern. Well, no, I don't even think I need to qualify that with usually there's always a pattern. Yeah. Oh, there's always a pattern. And do you know what we did not do? What is the definition of quitting? Okay. Okay. Give it to us. So the definition is to stop or cease. So a big pit, a big quit would be the conscious intentional quit. And then there's a second definition where it's to stop trying or struggling and to accept defeat. And those are the little quits. That's when, when you hear that, quote, we hear it often tossed around, like trust your struggle. Yeah. And I thought of that, like, that's just what it is when, when we're struggling and you see these outside forces as part of the problem, Mm -hmm. like trusting that that is, that is going to get you to your goal. That is what you're working on overcoming that habit. You're trying to, to, to turn anew to. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the cliche is a diamond in the rough that a diamond is formed with, you know, all of this pressure and intensity, Mm -hmm. and then you, you have to polish it and, you know, to make it beautiful before it's anything. And so we are going to go through that process. And yeah, when you have a compelling reason, uh, you know, have it ready. I know this afternoon on my way home I'm going to be mm-hmm. tempted to just you know mm-hmm. crawl into bed and not apply for that not look for a new job or I'm mm-hmm. just going to want to stop at the pantry and eat mm-hmm. whatever that is 
prepare yourself. It's coming. It's, mm-hmm. If it's, if it's there every afternoon, it's going to be there this afternoon. Mm-hmm. How are you going to answer it and yep. learn what your process looks like so you can interrupt it and learn from it and learn. Absolutely. All right. Anything else? I think we're good. Um, own it. Don't let it happen to you. All right. So if you are looking for uh, a coach to coach you on these issues, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com. I am currently accepting new clients. Judith, I don't know if you're, I think you're, you're booked right now, but they can get I, on a waiting list. Yeah, I've got a, I've got quite the waiting list, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but again, you can find me, um, uh, pnp411.com would be a great place to start. Uh, and again, I'm one of the coaches for the NoBS weight loss program. And you can find Corinne uh, losing 100 pounds with Corinne Crabtree on um, the iTunes. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye.